in three, two, one. Welcome back to 10 Minutes with Andrew. I'm, of course, Andrew, and I'm again joined by my dad, Mark Chansey. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Definitely a disappointing night last night. Leafs lost 4-1 to the Vancouver Canucks and two shorthanded goals off one power play effect. One power play, two shorthanded goals, and they lose the game to another team that's not anywhere near a playoff spot. Yep. I believe they've lost 18 points this year to teams they should have whipped. 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 Anyway, move on. And we, we, we lost to the Oilers a couple of games ago. We got whipped by the Oilers a couple of games ago. And then we went to Calgary and we had Joseph Wall in net and we did pretty good. We did all right. We did pretty well. Not pretty good. You can't say pretty good. No, pretty well. Pretty well. Pretty well. Yep. But today we're not going to do a game or anything. We're not. No, we're not. Okay. Because just two days ago, it was Friday, and that was the NHL trade deadline. And there wasn't a lot of moves that happened. It was actually the trade deadline day. It was indeed. Yeah. But the moves happened. Nothing happened. Mostly over the week. Leading up to the trade yeah. deadline day. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to recap what the Leafs did yeah. on or leading up to the trade deadline. Not every move. I just have the important moves. Like I don't have the dry dead hunt move here because that's not really that, no. that important. No. No one even knows who he is. No. No. So the first one I have here is Toronto acquires... Eric Gustafson, and a first-round pick this year, it belongs to Boston, from Washington in exchange for Erasmus Sandin. So what's the question? My question is, what is your thought on this deal? Do you think it's a good deal? It's a good deal because they cleared out Sandin and his three-point-something million I think he was getting this year. And taking up too much cap space... And I don't know if Sandine was ever going to turn into what they thought Sandine was going to turn into. Now, Sandine played last night against, I don't remember who they played, but he had three points. Oh, did he really? In yeah. I thought he had visa issues. Nope, he had those cleared up and had three points last night. But I'm okay with that move because he wasn't an impact player, and I'm not even sure. He, to me, he's not a, a stereotypical defenseman. A little small, Yeah. and the Leafs have too many of those guys. That's true. Yeah. Second deal I have here, I have, I have... You have no opinion on the deal? I do have an opinion on the deal. Okay. I think I, it's pretty much the same as you. Oh, well. So it was really no... Great minds, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Toronto acquires... Toronto acquires... A 2024 third-round pick from the Islanders in exchange for Pierre Engvall. Now, he also has visa issues, but that's not the point. What is your thought on this deal? He played, too. He did? Yesterday, he played 17 minutes. Oh. which is kind of strange for Pierre Engvall. My my thought on that deal is, who cares? Another non-impact player who I never really understood his role on the Leafs. Big guy over six feet tall, but doesn't throw a, a body check. And when the playoffs come around, he pulls a Mitch Marner and usually disappears. Right. So, see ya on that one. Yeah, Pierre Engvall, he really, like, I think he was on the, the fourth line mostly. Yeah. So he and he wasn't really doing anything. Like he wasn't a guy who was amazing on the fourth line. He wasn't one of those guys. He was the kind of guy who you know, he he'd do something every now and then, but he wasn't crucial to the team. Nope. So to get him and he was pretty he wasn't too expensive, but he was he gave up a good chunk of their cap and 
if he to get rid of him, it wasn't a big deal. They they had to get rid of some caps and some cap space and. Yep, he's gone, and uh, that one you won't even notice. He you went to Lou, went to Lou Lamarell, which is kind of ironic too. Yeah, yeah. This one's a bigger deal. A bigger deal. Yeah. So Toronto acquires Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty, along with a fifth round pick in twenty twenty four and a fifth round pick in twenty twenty five. And Chicago acquires Joey Anderson, Pavel Gogolev, who played for the Growlers, a first-round pick in 2025, and a, tw- and a second-round pick in 2026. So what's your thought on this deal? I don't like giving up the first-round pick. But Lafferty is more, in my view, what the Leafs need in the playoffs. Some sandpaper and some grit and some physicality. Yep. McCabe, the same way. You traded out Sandine, who was more of a puck-moving, playmaking defenseman for McCabe, who's a, a tougher, stay-at-home, gonna-make-you-pay-if-you-come-in-on-him kind of defenseman. So yeah. I'm okay with that move, but didn't help last night. No. No. But to, but but speaking of last night, Tavares got crunched a couple times last night. Yeah, there was a lot of hits in that game last night, but Tavares was skating around with his head down too much. Yeah, and O'Reilly's out, and Matthews was hitting and came back. So really... Uh, it's Engvall is out and Lafferty is in, so that is an upgrade for the Leafs. Yes, on their third and fourth line. Now, I noticed, and this is—I'm pretty sure I know why. But you—you you didn't talk about people who Chicago got in this deal mainly because they really don't matter too much. You never—they didn't play. What, what did Anderson play? Three, four games tops. Yeah, in Toronto, it was more of the Marlies guy. And the other kid they got rid of was with the Growlers. That's two leagues removed from. The NHL, so... Yeah, the Growlers are Newfoundland Growlers. It's the picks that we gave up that I'm not that happy about. First and second round. Uh, And we already gave away a first, second, third, and fourth for the other acquisition that you're going to talk about at some point. That mean the O'Reilly one? Yeah. We already talked about that one. Remember in the previous episode? We're not talking about it again? No. Okay. Well, we can talk about it. And he's hurt, too. We can talk about it. That's what I just said. Shot on the hand. Yeah, and then and then I also said Matthews was hit but came back. Matthews blocked a shot, and if you didn't know this, Matthews leads all forwards forwards in block shots this year. And Giordano just broke a record too, didn't he? Most uh, sh- block shot bleh, block shots all time. Yeah, so since he, they were keeping since they've been keeping track of that statistic in I think two thousand four two thousand five. Yeah, around there. Yeah. A lot of block shots, over 2,000 of them. One more deal. we got one more deal to talk about. You go stand at the end of the, the room down there, and I'll fire pucks at you 2,000 times and see how you feel. You no, I'm not, not going to do that. Not going to do that? No? No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. One more deal. One more deal. Toronto acquires mm-hmm. Luke Shen, uh-huh. and Vancouver acquires a 2023 third-round pick. So what is your thought on this deal? Uh, again, I think uh, Kyle Dubas... Wait, a former Leaf, by the Yes, way. but they almost ruined him when they drafted him and really? played him way too much and expected oh. too much from him. Uh, a big, big, big body. Uh, likes to throw his weight around. That was evident last night. Uh, not going to hurt you defensively, I don't think. And third-round pick didn't really cost us much. I think Kyle Dubas thinks he needs more of this in a playoff round against the Lightning. Yeah. And possibly the Bruins. And possibly the Hurricanes. Yeah. Well, the, the, like, the Hurricanes are a tough one. But you got to get through the Lightning first. That's true. But in the end, do I think it's going to make a difference? No. I don't think it's it going to make a difference. It might. I don't know. But 
This team has too many other issues, and it showed again last night. I think I know. Like, and I, you're probably you're, you're not just talking about Mitch Marner, are you? They're not going to win with Mitch Marner on the team in the playoffs. That's I'm saying that now. Hope I'm wrong, but they're not going to do it. And their goaltending is a huge problem. And we saw that last night. I mean, Matt Murray came back last night, and he was fine because we were like dominating them in shots for a good pit of the beer. He wasn't very busy. Well, Matt Murray kept them in the game Yeah. in the second period. And then they just hung him out to dry in the third period. How do you have a two-minute power play and give up two shorthanded goals on the same power play? I know, I and I'm pretty sure the power play, I don't think it was the same power play that we're talking about with the two shorthanded goals, but the power play that Riley went to the box for, I don't, I don't think that was for anything, was it? That was pretty stupid. That was a terrible call, and every time there's a terrible call, the other team will score on the power play. That's uh, Murphy's Law. And just an interesting t- statistic, the Leafs power play unit, number one unit, it's a $48 million power play. That's And they gave up two shorthanded nice. goals that's and nice. lost to the lowly Vancouver Canucks. I think what uh, most people thought was going to happen with the Leafs, this trade line, they made the moves pe- people were sort of expecting them to make, because they're usually pretty busy at the deadline. Like, But one thing I think the Leafs people expected the Leafs to do was get a goaltender, mm. um, which they did not do. Um, which I expect them to do on deadline day, but they didn't do that. And I wonder if they maybe thought that, you know, Murray could do the job when he comes back from injury. Maybe he'll be fine for the playoffs. Because typically, unless, like, a guy gets hurt or he's not doing well, it's the same guy in the playoffs for the whole playoffs. Like, Sam yep. So I wonder if they thought that because they didn't get a goalie. Well, here's the question. We know they're playing Tampa in the first round. We do, do do we know that? We know that for well pretty 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 sure. The only thing we don't know is who's gonna have home ice advantage. Right now the yeah. Leafs have it. So we know that the Leafs skill players can match up pretty well against their Tampa skill players. Right. And Tampa benched three of their good guys yesterday. We know that the Leafs beefed up their muscles so they can match up on a toughness side. Yeah. And their defensive game can match up probably to Tampa's defensive game now. Yeah. The question is do you think Matt Murray or Samsonov matches up to Vasilevsky? Not well. Not well at all. That that there is our Achilles heel, our one weakness that may get exposed now, quickly. Last year in the playoffs when we played Tampa, it wasn't like a Vasilevsky wasn't the greatest thing in the world. We we kind of beat him a little bit. No, but he got hotter as the playoffs went on. That's so true. We gotta hope that we get the B version of Vasilevsky again to have a chance. Because if he decides he's going to win that series for them, right. Leafs are done. That's true. Done. Because, like, Vasilevsky has just been great. Yep. And that's evidenced by all of his Stanley Cups and Vezina trophies. Yeah. And he should have won one last year, but he didn't. Him and Shesterkin. Well, Shesterkin is a, was a first-year guy. I'm, I'm still not totally sold on him. No. Same thing in Boston, having that season that they're having. They have a goalie who's lights out but hasn't played a playoff game. So what happens when the puck drops on this first playoff game? We'll have to see. Does the puck become the size of a pea and he can't stop anything? It's like Connor McDavid. Well, we'll see. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of 10 Minutes with Andrew. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening. and will be back soon with the next episode. See you later. See ya.